Welcome to CrossFit Flourish Radio, where we review the week just gone, find out what's coming up, and hear from our coaches on ways to maximize your flourish experience and maximize your life. Don't just exist, flourish. All right, welcome back to CrossFit Flourish Radio. We're finally getting back. Quite possibly the most inconsistent podcast you have ever heard. Yep, that's right. But uh, we've had a lot on. So uh, recently we did some stuff with uh, Woodhill State School. That was pretty cool. We went up to Woodhill State School and uh, did a piece for nurturing the minds of young bodies. That was really awesome. Uh, went through about 220-ish, I think it was, kids in an hour with... Um, me and a few of the coaches, and we, yeah, we showed them what CrossFit was about and helping them understand how exercise can help nurture the young mind. Um, it was a great experience. I think they had fun, and the school liked it too. So, thanks. Um, the Open's here. So, this is what a lot of the stuff's going to be about today, talking about uh, competing and training and overtraining, and might touch a little bit on injuries as well. Um, I've done a write-up on overtraining and and how to deal with overtraining and what is overtraining and um, I'll get onto that shortly as well. I'll do a bit more of a talk on what that actually is as I'm going through this but um, to start with let's talk about uh, com- competing and more importantly um, when you're training you know so when you come in to train every day, are you competing or are you training? And this is the big thing with CrossFit, right? Because we put scores on everything. We give you guys, you know, times to beat things by. We give you standard of uh, uh, weights and, and movements and different rounds and reps that we want to see. And it often tends to lead to people um, making sure that they finish the workout rather than getting the workout done well. And, you know, it might be that you've got someone who you've got your eye on who you tend to be a little bit competitive with you know i know some of the guys in here are, are a bit um they tend to get yeah they just dig into each other and, and you know have a bit of friendly competition and that's fine but on the flip side of that if you are competing every day you're going to eventually run into a brick wall okay um and on, on the flip side of that you've also got that sometimes you just don't complete the workout well um so bringing it back to basics when we start to look at how we train and how we train in crossfit to start with we always start with getting our nutrition down pat and getting our metabolic conditioning in check which involves working on our technique as well so we work lightweights work on moving um at a speed that is uncomfortable and works on that lacta uh, that that um lactate threshold so we want to make sure that we're getting uncomfortable breathing heavy but moving well Okay, so like we have this standard where we say you work on the mechanics, you do that consistency, and then you can add some load or intensity to that. So you do the movements, you do them well over and over and over and over. So your first rep looks like your 100th rep, and then from there we move on. Um, sometimes things get lost in translation. You know, sometimes sometimes it might be we've said, okay, guys, we want to see that, you know, you're going to do power cleans, and I want to see that we're doing 21, 15, 9 on the power cleans, and... From here, we're going to make sure that we have that chest out. We push through the floor with our legs. We're going to dive through elbows up nice and high. And then we're going to return to hook grip before we come back down or something like that, right? Um, and, you know, like sometimes that just goes out the window when we like we will run through all the drills at the start. We have that 
skill section where it's about five to ten minutes sometimes where we'll talk about a specific movement more importantly it's around the spine positions or how to actually get that movement done well and sometimes it turns into i have to get the workout done in that time frame because i have to do it better than last time or i have to do better than this person or i have to do better right it's never just i'm here to get some work done and i'm working on me um I feel like this is a lesson that that takes a very long time to learn for um, what I would call young CrossFitters. So CrossFitters that are still two years and under, I would say. Um, you find it very hard to work on yourself because everything needs to be fast-paced. Everything needs to be heavy. Everything needs to be better. I need a new PR. I need a better score. I need a better fran time. I need to be in the open in the top 10 of our local leaderboard. You need to all, all of these things. Um, that's how injuries happen. That's how you don't get fit. Uh, we often see a lot of men trying to go too heavy too soon and they never get better. They just work on heavy weight and then all of a sudden all they can do is deadlift 200 kilos and they can't do anything else. Um, everything with that lightweight is super important. So if we look back at the pyramid that we work on, we go nutrition, metabolic conditioning, gymnastics. So we work on moving our body better through space and then we work on weightlifting. So if you are working on gymnastics while doing that metabolic conditioning, i.e. working on some of your mobility drills to get better overhead position, better hip positioning, um, and then you start to work on things like the handstands or the pull-ups or the strength pieces of push-ups and, and whatnot, then those weightlifting pieces then become easier so that once you've done the technique in the metabolic conditioning and gymnastics phase, it is then a matter of perfecting that weightlifting. And then you go on to use CrossFit for sport. You know, that's the hierarchy of the pyramid that we use. We want to make sure we're not, um, we want to make sure that we're keeping true to that, to that thing, you know, to that pyramid. If we're not sticking true to that pyramid, then we are going to end up in all sorts of trouble. Okay. So that happens with, um, that happens with when we're in regular training. It happens in competition all the time, right? We don't want to see it in the gym. As in, if we have a Friday afternoon session, no, let, let's go back. Let's say if we have a Wednesday morning session and you have turned up at 6.45 to do your session, I'm not picking anyone in particular. I've just picked a time. So it's not anything like Friday night lights. And you come in and it's heavy deadlift day and you're like, yeah, I'm going to hit a new PR, but it doesn't feel that great. And you still push and your back rounds and it turns to look like all sorts of god-awful things. And you still try even though you know you shouldn't. And let's face it, we stop you before that. But you get upset and don't want to take that advice and try a lift, say, maybe when the coach turns their back. Um it's dangerous. It's not, it's not smart. You know, um, there's a reason why your body's doing that and you need to just take some time off and take some time back. And you know what? In a couple of weeks, it'll feel better. Um, I feel like I'm ranting a little bit here, but it, it's something that needs to be said because, you know, there's, there's been a handful of times in the last, uh, I can say two months now while we've been through this busy phase that it's been uh, not just myself, but there's been a couple of coaches that have I dare say we've offended people by pulling them back and saying, no, look, this isn't okay. You're not, you're not just finishing the workout. The job is to do you with good form, okay? We're stopping you because it's unsafe right now and this is what we need to do. Um, no matter how many times we've told people. And 
sometimes sometimes it takes a bit of a, a, a harsh talking to, to to help you realize but you know nine times out of ten we're not talking to you in a mean way either um but there are some people that get offended with this and we don't mean to offend our jobs are to keep you safe our jobs are to get you fit and healthy injured is not healthy um, and that leads that leads into the same thing of competition, right? If you're in a competition, and let's say it's a local competition, all right, because most of our guys aren't our aren't at the elite level. Let's talk to, let's say, um, if you're at a local competition that's at like a half hour drive away, and you decide to, you know, again, you're rounding your back in a movement just because you got to get the reps done because the time's there and you got to beat the person next to you. Why? Why are you doing it? Are you doing it because you're caught in the moment and everything's around you? Take a step back. Take a second. You know what? That three minutes to find your one RM or three RM isn't going to affect you if you take five seconds to step back and go, whoa, okay, hang on. If I take a second, I might actually get this thing. Slow down. Take a minute to be you. It'll be okay. Um, I'm ranting and raving now. So, um, that just comes to, to, to competing instead of actually training. I want you guys to think about training when you turn up to the gym, okay? Um, I'm going to leave that one alone now. I'm going to talk a little bit more about um, the idea of overtraining and something that's been a little bit of a hot topic around a lot of those competitive athletes in the last few months of is overtraining a real thing or is it a myth? Is overtraining actually under recovery and all of this sort of stuff. And as I said, I've done a big write-up and I'm going to I'm gonna put that out and get it onto our website and we'll share that around and get it through all the emails and everything as well. But long story short to start off with, it's both. Yes, overtraining is a real thing and yes, overtraining is under recovery. Um, oh yeah, no joke, Greg, that makes sense. But um, <laughs> at the same time, they're two different things. Okay, so overtraining is actually when you start to get into like that adrenal fatigue because you have been under recovering too often. Most people I've come across that have said they are overtraining are just tired and haven't had a day off and need to actually just have a day's rest and they're in the under recovery phase. Um, Over my years as a coach, there's been many things that we've come across with regards to are you overtraining or are you under recovering? Overtraining, there are very clear signs and symptoms. Okay, and because the the reason why they're they're so clear is because they affect you in every way. So um, you get into things like you'll be hungry all the time, and then after a certain phase, you're not hungry at all. It's almost like depression. It sends you into depression if you if you're in this phase long enough, actually. So what'll happen is it'll start with things like you'll get mood swings, and you'll get to a phase where you've just got pretty much everything bothers you, right? then you're hungry all the time. Then after a while, it turns into you're tired all the time, even though you love doing stuff. So you might come to the gym, you got all the energy in the world, but you still feel drained, lethargic, tired, don't want to do anything. I need some time off. Okay, I have some time off. Still don't feel any better. You might have pushed it a little too long. Okay, you might actually need to be recovering a bit more. Then we start to get into things like you're actually hitting depression, you have adrenal fatigue, you can't get your um, hormone levels back up, you actually do need some sort of replacement therapy to help you out. Actual overtraining takes six to 12 months to recover from because you actually have adrenal fatigue. Um, 
with under recovery, you can get away with like two weeks. You're feeling much better, much better. So it might be um, you have had, you know, heavy deadlift days. You might have had um, some, you might have, you might have just started taking up weightlifting again, or um, you've just trained for a big competition. This is a better example. You've just done a big competition. You took one day off, went straight back into training and you hit everything at 80% plus and then you kept going and then a month later you had another competition and then straight after that you decided to do another competition and then again you decide, oh, you know what, I have a day off and I will just continue to train. Performance goes down, it drops, everything turns out to be just nasty after that you don't end up in a nice place you're tired all the time you're hungry all the time then all of a sudden you're tired all the time you can't sleep you are not hungry anymore and your performance is dropping and you don't know why you should be hitting pbs even though you're not because you're at a peak cycle of your training and it's pretty much just because you haven't rested so then you decide okay i'm going to take a rest i'm going to take a week off and i'll be fine you come back to training Start maybe 75%, go back up to 80%. After a week, you've got an injury. That is the next big thing on your overtraining list. Injuries happen left, right, and center. Okay? You haven't quite hit adrenal fatigue, but you're just injured. You might have, you know, a niggly knee, and then your shoulder goes, and then your wrist hurts, and then another thing, then another thing. And then you're nursing these things, and then that gets you into a state where you feel like you can't do anything. And it all leads into a depressive state. Hi, Abs. Abs just walked in before. Hi, Abby. Um, so, yeah, it's it's all about maintenance, right? If you have something that peaks your adrenaline for a long period of time, let's say a big competition, you should not be hitting training hard again for the next week at least. If you do, you're in trouble. Simple as that. Um, look, I have I have a lot more to say on this, and I probably should do like a whole series on this thing but um long story short take a bit of a break like a week to two weeks after you've done something big that maxes you out like if you get to the end of the day after competition like wow that smoked me rest up man you don't need to do heavy training all the time it's going to kill you it will it'll hurt you real bad okay um so rest that up um and th- that comes back to the last bit, which is training through injury. So you get injured if you've done all sorts of silly things, like compete all the time, compete when you're supposed to be training and just doing too heavy too soon, all that sort of jazz. So how do we get through injury? Honestly, the best advice you can have is listen to the health professionals that you go to, your physio, your GP, your uh, chiropractor, if you see a chiropractor. Go to these people and listen to what they tell you and do it. If you need a follow-up appointment, go to the follow-up appointment. If they give you exercises to do, do the damn exercises. The amount of people that walk in the door, oh, I've got this shoulder thing and the physio told me to do this. Okay, cool. How often are you doing them? Oh, I've done them once. So can you tell me why my shoulder's not getting any better? Yeah, because you're not doing what you're told. Um, if you want to keep training through your injury, that is more than possible. You don't have to stop training because you're injured. You can work around all injuries, okay? Almost all injuries. There's a lot of things that we have to stop. For instance, if you have a back injury, we have to be very cautious around back, neck, uh, lower sort of hip coccygeal sort of area. But um, 
almost everything else we can work around. We've worked around a lot of stuff and you should not be afraid to keep turning up to the gym. Whether you're doing what's on the board or not is a different thing. Um, that's that's a whole other issue that, that comes up. Um, if you're one of those people where it just affects you not being able to do what's written on the board, make sure you come have a chat with your coaches. You need to have a chat with them because it's you don't need to be doing what's written on the board all the time. The board is there so that we have something for everybody to do and we work off of that. Our job is to keep everyone healthy and fit from that process. Um, it's what we do, okay? Again, like it's, it's what we went to the, the kids at the school for. We went to tell them that what we do is about getting healthy and fit. Okay, so this take-home message that you should get from all of this rant that I've just gone on around, and I hope it hasn't been too bad. I'm so sorry. It's a terrible rant, really. But look, the take-home message from this is why are you training? 90% of the people in our gym, I would even say 99% of the people in our gym, they're here to get healthy. They're here because they got sick of the routine of doing that same exercise at the regular gym with no one helping them. What are they here for? They're here for community. They're here for happiness. They're here for fun when they train. They're here for a good workout. They're here for the best hour of their lives. We try to give that to you. And at the same time, we want you to listen and take in what we teach you so that you can get the best out of your body. You will get the best out of your body if you are doing what we try to teach you. We're not just up there instructing because, hey, man, we're a gym instructor. We, we aim to have you walk away and learn something about yourself every day. If you haven't learned something about yourself in every session, then you haven't done what we've been asking you to do. Okay. Um, sometimes it takes a chat with your coach to figure out what you need to do. And that's important, right? You need to do what is best for you. All right. Um, this has been a wicked rant. Um, just needed to get one out to, to blow out the cobwebs. I'll put out this uh, post about overtraining versus under recovery as well. Um, I'll do an interview with someone else on our next topic as well. I've got a handful of things that we brought up in Q&A, so uh, that'll come up soon, hopefully. Um, we'll get this out as soon as possible. And for now, that is it. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next time. <music>